0: London's calling and Joe Strummer finally picked up the phone in 2003, after his death. After his unexpected passing a year prior, his late project, The Melisqueros, published the group's final record called Streetcore. Touted by many critics as being Strummer's final successful stab at a rock album, Streetcore holds the threads of many musical geniuses all wound together with Strummer's touch— with tracks like Long Shadow being originally written for Johnny Cash and a Bob Marley cover of Redemption song produced by Rick Rubin, Shriekor holds just about as much musical lore as it does talent. Today's song is the second track, Get Down Moses, a classic rock song infused with reggae and folk influences alike. Referencing the story of Moses, Strummer calls for a fight against oppression. Strummer wonders where the good leaders are, calling out corrupt priests and noting the number of lost souls searching for meaning. I'm Allie Hall, and this is I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Meliscaros. I'm gonna Welcome back to I've Got Ox. I'm Allie Hall, and I'm here with my lovely co-hosts. Yippee! Got to say your names, guys. Yeah, Bella
1: <laughs> and Gavin.
0: We're live. <laughs> we're live. You just heard "Get Down Moses" by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. How are we feeling?
1: I just want to say to anyone who's listening, the time is four forty-three.
0: Oh shoot! The you time is four
2: forty-three, and
1: we could say that because we're live, right? now.
0: We are now. recording live.
1: Um, recording live. Are we
2: supposed to talk about it this much or be like, yeah, we're live, whatever? We I mean, live radio. Just shows. go live, whatever. So let's
1: not make it like it's our first time. We do this all. Yeah, the time, we guys. do this so true. a lot. All the time.
0: We just have to make sure not to spread any blatant misinformation that we can't <laughs> cut. So I think we've only done once.
3: Um, That's so true.
0: <laughs> but I think Gavin, this is your first time hearing yeah. this song, and as a musician. I'm so curious to hear your first impressions, and if you have a negative one, yeah. don't say it. No, 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 just no, no.
1: no. I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm like blown away by the right? production of right? the song. So as I was listening to it, I don't want to sound cheesy, but like through the lens of like a music producer, the amount of times you have to listen to a song and then think that there's not enough going on, like there's not enough <laughs> variety. Let's add something else. That takes a lot of dedication and like. Thought yeah. and planning yeah. to because I never got bored. It's a very simple reggae beat, but it's can it drop so much? There's so many different things, and every time you think you figure out like what's going to happen, there's a new little drum fill, there's a new you know organ hit or guitar lick, and it's it's I say bravo to the whoever produced this and arranged it
0: what's crazy and what i learned when i was researching this is there's not a ton especially on this song specific on um, this song specifically there isn't a ton of like research or writing But this album, like I said, it was produced after Strummer's death. And so most of the songs are single recordings, like first vocal takes of Joe Strummer. And
1: then they're just like piling on the production afterwards. Yeah. So they they started
0: working on it and they had like the bulk of the the album done, obviously. But Mm -hmm. it, it was crazy to me when I heard that most of the vocal recordings are first takes. Especially this one, which is so guttural and just, yeah. oh, yeah. it's good.
1: His delivery of some of those lines where, like, the cadence is all weird yes. and it's so good.
0: Yeah. Bella, what are
1: your, some yeah. of your thoughts?
2: I loved it. And <laughs> I did it. I was just telling Allie before, like, I didn't even know anyone did anything after the Clash. I didn't know. That I thought they just fell off the face <laughs> of the earth. But it was so cool. And I love, like, the reggae vibe I was not <sighs> expecting. Me either. And it is so fun. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh what a good song and I was listening to it again uh before we recorded I was like wow like it is like Gavin was saying it's just so well made and so that makes Mm -hmm. what you said even crazier because and I loved it and I listened to it while I cleaned my room and it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) and it's I don't know it's really interesting and I don't know like I don't I didn't know about this at all Obviously, so I don't know. I don't know like what level of fame he reached, but yeah. it's nice when you see someone like, you know, a really good band, like, you know, they fall apart, whatever, and then someone goes off and does mm-hmm. something you could say probably just as good, like, or in the range, like
1: Harry Styles.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs>
1: a, little, a little less.
2: But it's really nice because yeah. it, it, like, I just love that, that he went off and he was like, fine, I'll just do my own
0: thing. And
2: it was good. Yeah.
1: That's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: The. The Mescaleros, like I think it was kind of a supergroup of some some other random musicians, and it saw a couple people in its in its day. But it's it was interesting to me that like this last record, I I don't know, I'm not sure if it's their most famous or most acclaimed one, but like fans of Joe Strummer love this album, and a lot of like the Pitchfork mm. review I read was sort of he went out the way he came in. Like he kind of, he reached. It was very full circle to come from some of his work with the class, which is very like punk rock. Mm -hmm. And that element is like, is still present even in, in this song. Yeah. Also, this song sounds very different than... I think the rest of the record that it comes from, like Coma Girl, mm-hmm. Redemption Song, which is a cover, Silver and Gold, which is a cover. It none of them really have this song's vibe. Like this song, in my it exists in its own ecosystem. Huh. And it's crazy. Yeah. I love this song so
1: much. It gives. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know the song well enough, but it, it, the way he's singing, the attitude that he's singing with is similar to Rock the Cash Buff. Yeah, me. it's just very. It's almost like he's pointing a finger at somebody. Yes, exactly.
0: You know? it, it has that like uh, the punk rock. I don't want to say accusatory because mm-hmm. in many ways I think he's right and the things that he's kind of calling attention to, yeah. you know, it's it's rightful. But it is that sort of punk, I don't care what you think, middle finger in the air as he's saying it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I wanted to bring up like the the story behind it, he's referencing yeah. the story of Moses and I'm not particularly religious. So I thought my religious co-host did that land for you guys? I mean, obviously it's in the title, yeah. um, but what, what, how did that kind of play into your listening of the song? If at all.
1: Um, For me, at least every time I would like catch a reference that he was making, he would make another one that I didn't understand how it was connected. <laughs> um, like, from like a biblical standpoint. Yeah. Like he, he would talk about Moses and then he's talking about Elijah, but I don't understand like the connections. Like he's very, he's pulling all these different, you know, parts of Christianity, which yeah. for his own purposes, obviously to make the point he's making. Yeah. But I didn't always see like the carve another tablet uh, out of SLSD. I'm like, I'm not even going to try to like understand what he's meaning by that. Well, but.
2: Moses getting the 10 commandments.
1: Yeah, but what's the LSD part? So, he's I, just I need saying to that's what me. people
2: say. I mean, not that people say that, but I mean like I feel like that's just like a good lyric. <laughs> like I, I, I don't think know. it's I think it's like
0: that lyric and a lot of it in general is sort of this plea of like having wanting a biblical savior. Like wanting oh. a figure to come out and out of the madness that they're in or surrounded by to to, to oh. bring truth. Because also there's this juxtaposition between on top of the mountain it's where truth is crystallized like jewels in the rock. And then everything that's not on that mountain is like blood and gravel and everybody's just trying to reach that top. So I've read something that's like a critique of capitalism too, which I think could be a little bit of a stretch, but I think it's generally just sort of that that postmodern sentiment of like we don't even have we can't even have faith in our priests and our our world leaders mm-hmm. so it's kind of this plea of like get down off the mountain moses and okay. help us like
3: oh, i wasn't reading get okay, yeah, down that's i think that's what
0: i'm i'm i i think that, so now i'm imagining yeah.
2: someone while moses went up to get the 10 commandments be like get down get down <laughs> help us out in what that, is wrong with you
1: and in, in reference to the biblical story that makes sense yeah. too because of all the you know in that story when he goes up to the mountain, he comes back and everyone's yeah, like worshiping a golden like calf, yeah. and basically in, gone completely crazy from what, so I huh, when, I, when so I first heard it, I thought he was saying like, get down Moses, like dance. like, I'm like dance. why is Moses well, dancing? But that there, makes sense. Get down from the mountain.
0: There's also a very famous this. Louis Armstrong song called go down Moses, which is like, oh, um, yeah. it's, it tells the story, but I guess in a much more favorable light. And <laughs> one of my favorite lines from this song from get down, get down Moses is who's sponsoring the crack ghetto who's lecturing who's in the know and the don't know so he's kind of pushing this this disparity between leaders people in politics people in the elite versus Mm -hmm. everyone else who those decisions affect yeah so it's that separation who's on the mountain and who's not yeah so that's my take but I at first (laughs) I I didn't really listen to much of the lyrics until literally probably two days ago Um, but it's really interesting to me
1: yeah this is now that you're kind of giving the explanation it's all making a little bit more yeah, it, yeah. Definitely. yeah. Fits,
0: it fits more I in get
1: he's calling on Moses to be like this fix it guy yeah you know, like get down here and clean uh. things up
0: and, I, and yeah. I think it's especially like one of the lines right above the LSD line is part another C, and it, it's mm-hmm. sort of like a nonchalant.
1: Do something cool. It's like
0: figure it out. Do something that's going to
1: be That's so interesting. Crazy. Yeah. There's
0: so many ways to interpret this. Yeah, now. like
2: this
1: is a, another kind of weird interpretation. But yeah. The fact that he never calls on God either; he just mm. calls on Moses is also could be a critique of the fact that we put so much of our of our hope and our trust in these broken political figures yeah, and to yeah. be like, come on, you know, fix fix the, the well problem in Flint or, you right. know, clean up the, the ocean huh. and never to be like, well, there's another person who's probably in yeah. control that you're not going to. Because obviously we all know Moses didn't part the sea. It I was- wonder
2: if this is just like a story for him or if this is something like, I mean, obviously he was thinking about it, but I, I would be curious to know, like, not necessarily just like his faith, but like what he was doing doing at this time and like what kind of relationship he had like with the idea of god which i don't know how you would know that like ask his mom or something but like it's very interesting to see people write about like this this type of like subject matter and it can be like now that you're you guys are saying this like it really can be interpreted in a lot of really interesting ways Mm -hmm. like and i wouldn't see I mean, someone like, it's interesting to see someone who was like a rock star come and write something
0: like kind of with these biblical references. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Mescalaros. This is 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale.
1: I've got Ox... Live.
0: I've got Ox, live, our live. first live episode.
1: The time is currently 4.53 and it is cloudy outside.
0: It is 4.53, <laughs> welcome to Michigan. We, we could <laughs> say that
3: and
1: repeat that soundbite for the next 10 months. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> you wouldn't know.
0: I know yeah. Bella said that she kind of had a history with uh, the clash that was pretty funny. So, she yeah, you retell that a little bit? So,
2: when I was um, in uh, like high school, early high school in like eighth grade and stuff, We had like, my sister and I, we shared a room and we had like a little Alexa in the room. And the way my dad would come and wake us up is he'd be like, Alexa, it was always, Alexa, play the clash, play the cure. Or like you two? Yeah, it was you two a couple times. It kind of depended, but it's, it's, so it's funny because when I think of the clash, I think of like waking up for school. But it was always <laughs> kind of fun because like my dad would come yeah. in and flip on the lights, and we you'd be listening to cla- the clash, like Magnificent Seven at five a.m. It's the I, best wake
1: song. I'd pick that over <laughs> a, an iPhone alarm any day. Yeah, right? it was
2: definitely it's it's funny, but my parents are both like, especially my dad. I think that was like kind of his uh type of music like mm-hmm. he we i don't remember a lot of like specifically specific like clash songs we listened to but i remember it like being in my in my life as i
0: grew up you know yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Same with my mom; she always referred to my family. Yeah, I thought I
0: remembered
2: that. Yeah,
1: she's a big she Clash it fan. Up. Her, her favorite thing is to refer to our family of seven as the Magnificent That's
0: Seven. Super <laughs> cute. Refer to the
1: album Turtle, yeah. Which is
0: a banger, and I, I yes. know that we've been trying to implement sort of like, where would you listen to this song, or where would you hear it? Yeah, um, so Ready free Hill Still. <laughs> if, if not, when you're getting ready for elementary school, <laughs> this I have a playlist that I'm curating, and it's called Songs I Play at the American Legion. And the American Legion, for those of you who don't know, is like basically this organization where people in the military who have served, who are currently serving, they can find a sense of community. They do a lot of veteran outreach, um, community outreach, whatever. Um, but they also have really cheap drinks. It's bar. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot, of, I don't want to say all the posts have bars, but a lot of them do. And yeah. at my at my hometown one, um, they've got a touch tunes. And because they like me and I kind of grew up going there, um, the bartender will always give me free Touch tunes credits and so it's like pick a song alley and the, the pressure of trying to entertain an entire room <laughs> of military men aged nineteen to like <laughs> yeah. seventy-five and this is one of the first songs I always play. And without a doubt, I have every person in that bar's foot tapping. <laughs> <Mad. And> it, <laughs> Congratulations. Every, oh, that's kind of awesome. Every weekend it was like, what is this song, Allie? And I'd be like, let me tell you about it. Aw.
3: That's
1: a, that's, that's a great so gig. Yeah,
0: that's, what a nice thing. I love I loved turning them on to, especially they light up when they hear that it's Joe Strummer. When I'm like, you know, The Clash? Okay, this is why this already resonates with you. And they like the reggae beat mm-hmm. because it still kind of has the punk vibe to it. Yeah. And it's like like, I don't know, it's still got the punk without being, you know, overly aggressive. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, and it's it's high energy too
0: so it's a i would say it's a good bar song it's a good song to turn on with your friends when you're hanging out yeah i agree and it's just like gavin said from a from a musician's perspective it's it's super complex and every every time you listen to it even though it might sound repetitive it's got that like reggae bassist that skeleton mm-hmm. to it it's like there's always a new little key mm-hmm. change yeah
1: cuz i was i was thinking about the other reggae i know and i think the one of the great things about bob marley who's like the you know the king of reggae or whatever he his songs are very simple on purpose mm-hmm. and there's not much going on because it's supposed to be like calm, but this is like pent up energy. Yeah. More so.
0: Yeah. It's, That's it's, th- there's a there's a passion to I think a lot of the clash and Joe Shrummer's music, but this song, especially, it almost feels like it just radiates. Like it's the grit in his voice, and it's the it's the fact that it was like probably a one take. And there's just kind of a like he kind of sings it with his middle finger up. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, it's kind of like you can't help a vibe to it. Yeah, you cannot help. The
2: yeah. one thing I kind of was thinking of throughout listening to this is the the type of song that I imagine when you like like a movie scene of like someone like trekking through a desert or (laughs) something and it gives in that way it gives a similar vibe to um Anemone Anemone (laughs) that (laughs) that played for us last year freshman year which I still listen to what a good song song. and there's something really like visceral and like nice about a song that you know
0: just a guy in a desert.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's gritty, like you said. Joe Strummer. Thanks yeah.
0: so much for tuning in, guys. Today we talked about Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. This is I've Got Ox I'm Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Allie, and we'll see you guys next week.
1: See you guys. Bye. Bye.